Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Oh, what's today is August 18th, 6.57 a.m. Ooh, I got an early start on today. Um, welcome to the show. I am Spencer, your humble host, providing you the information in the dictionary. And then, uh, you know, sometimes I explain things. Not sometimes, all the times. I explain things in other ways. I try to make it a little bit more easily understandable for myself and for you. And then um, I, I just I just be silly the whole time. And then at the end, I usually talk about a movie that I watched recently. I'm just sort of going in order of, uh, of my movies because, because I like talking about them. And I only spend a couple of minutes on it. Okay. Uh, let's talk about this episode. I don't know exactly when this is airing. I'm gonna guess early October, mid-October maybe, something like that. It would be great if this episode fell on a certain early Tuesday in November, but I don't think that's happening. Um, because this, this episode is full of election-related words. I don't really know what I'm going to say about this. Um, Recently, I believe there were some states that had some special elections or something. Um, I just heard on a news podcast this morning that I think Ecuador is having an election on Sunday. We'll see what happens with that. That sounds like a bit of a mess. Um, But let's talk about the words. So the first word in this episode is Eldris. E-L-D-R-E-S-S, noun from 1640. A woman who is an elder, especially of the Shakers. And then, if we go back to the previous episode, we had elder. And one of those was, let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, We had Presbyterian minister, a leader of the Shakers. And so, because we have seen, sometimes we see the R-E-S-S, Uh, suffix added to a word to make it a woman, whatever that means to whoever we're talking about, Um, that is a woman who is an elder. They are an elder, probably one of the leaders in the Shaker community, so they are an eldress. Okay, I'm going to make a sound effect, which will be... The next word is eldritch. E-L-D... R-I-T-C-H, adjective from 1508. Ooh, I feel like I've heard of this word, but I don't, I didn't know what it was. The synonyms, I love this, weird and eerie. Eldritch, eldritch means weird or eerie? We have an example, it is a quote, whose voice had risen to a kind of eldritch sing-song. That is from R.L. Stevenson. I don't. R.L. Stein, I think, was the one who wrote the uh, the young young adult uh, books. This is not R.L. Stein. I don't know who R.L. Stevenson is, but they wrote, "Whose voice had risen to an eldritch kind of eldritch sing song." So where where does this word come from? Perhaps from the Middle English "elfrich," which means fairyland, which is from the Middle English "elf." plus rich, R-I-C-H-E, which means kingdom. Um, also from Old English, don't know how they would pronounce this word, maybe rich, it looks like rice, 
but maybe it's rich. And there's more of the word rich. So usually uh, somebody who is leading a kingdom, they are rich. They have lots of riches and golds and silvers and coins and thrones and crowns and stuff. Uh, but but elf, elf, you add elf to the beginning. You're in the elf land, uh, fairy land. And then that became weird and eerie somehow. Hmm. I'm going to have to keep an ear out for this word, eldritch. Next is Eliatic, capital E-L-E-A-T-I-C, Eliatic, adjective from 1695, of or relating to a school of ancient, I don't know why I said ancient, oh, because of the line above, of or relating to a school of Greek philosophers founded by Parmenides, I'm going to say that's how it's pronounced, Parmenides, and developed by Zeno, and marked by belief in the unity of being and the unreality of motion or change. What does any of that mean? Okay, well, we got a lot of, got some basics founded by Parmenides, developed by Zeno, and it is the belief in the unity, unity of being, the unity of being. We are right now being humans. We are human beings who are being here. It's the unity of being and the unreality of motion or change. I'm not sure what exactly they mean by that. In my understanding of motion and change, I don't think there's any unreality in that unless we're taking things to a whole other level. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for Eliatic. Because this sounds interesting. Eliatic is also a noun, and Eliaticism, that is also a noun. You know, it's the, the study, the process, the thing, the belief. Okay, where does this word come from? Obviously, it comes from Greek. Eliatikos, which is from Elia, which means Velia, which is an ancient town in southern Italy. I guess they stole an Italian town's name? And brought it over to Greece? Hmm. Um, so maybe that's... I wonder why I wonder why they grabbed that Italian town's name. Interesting. Eliatic. I have never heard of this one, and it sounds very intriguing. Okay. Next is ELEC. E-L-E-C. Abbreviation for electric, electrical, and electricity. Electricity. We are going to start with the electric words in the next episode, and anything sort of related to that is going to go on for a while. Next is Ele Campaign. Ele Campaign. E L E C A M P A N E. Noun from the 14th century. A large, coarse, Eurasian composite herb that has yellow ray flowers and is naturalized in the U.S. I don't really know what it means for a plant to be naturalized. Does that mean that's where it originally is grown? I feel like they would have used a different word, though. If it's native to the U.S., they would have said that, I think. Ella Campaign. This is from Middle English, Elena Campana which is from Middle Latin, Enula Campana, which literally means field, Ella campaign, 
okay, which is from Inula with an I, or Enula, which means Elecampane, plus, what, this got so weird, plus Campana, which means of the field, so Elecampane of the field, it's a field of Elecampane, and then we just call it Elecampane. I feel like we're missing something. I feel like there should be more, but okay. It's a field of this Eurasian composite herb. The species name is Inula helenium. Helenium. Inula helenium. And it's naturalized in the U.S., so maybe they just brought it over from the Eurasia area. Maybe we'll post a picture of Ella Campaign and see what it looks like. Next is Elect. You probably will say just elect, not elect, but some people like to say elect. First form, adjective from the 15th century. One, carefully selected. The synonym is chosen. Oh, you have chosen wisely. You elected the correct thing for this situation. Two, chosen for salvation through divine mercy. Chosen for salvation through divine mercy. That's getting into the religious world. Um, you know, I guess, you know, they elect things in churches and stuff. 3A. Chosen for office or position, but not yet installed, as in the president elect. And that is has a hyphen. The president hyphen elect. That means the people, they chose them to be the president, but they're not president yet. They got probably a couple of months or so until they actually become president. In the United States, we elect the, the presidents and a whole bunch of other people on the first Tuesday of November on, you know, every four years. This is 2023 right now, so 2024, right? Oh, yeah, it's coming up. We are going to have another one of these elections. They come up fast, don't they? Especially when you get old like me. And uh, so, you know, from the beginning of November until January 20th, Inauguration Day, they're just the president-elect. It's like two and a half months. They got to sit and wait patiently. When do I get to become the president? I'm just the president-elect. That's what they all sound like. Number 3B, chosen for marriage at some future time, as in, oh, I have not I don't think I've heard of this one, but similar idea to the president-elect, we have the bride-elect. So, uh, chosen for marriage at some future time. This uh, clearly is a either cultural thing or sort of more an older thing. Um, you, you there, you bride, you woman, you will be married to somebody someday. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't get a say in, in, in who I marry or if I want to marry at all? The bride-elect. Oh, I am not so at all surprised that this phrase exists. But it does, and I think we are seeing a whole lot less of that these days. This word elect is from the Latin electus, which is from the verb elegere, which means to select, which is from the E prefix plus legere, which means to choose, and there's more at the word legend. Hmm. Choosing, selecting, Legend. Yeah, I don't I've seen legend come up a few times in these etymologies. I don't know exactly how it connects to this one exactly, but clearly there's some evolution. They branched off and went their own directions. Uh so that is the adjective elect. 
Now we have, man, it makes every word sound so wonderful when it comes up with that sound effect. We have the second form of elect. Noun from the 15th century. The plural is also just elect. We're not adding any S's or other things at the end. Um, Number one for the noun of elect. One chosen or set apart. And how or why? As by divine favor. So, in a uh, divine, spiritual, religious sense, I guess, one chosen or set apart, they are the elect. Yes. Uh, Number two, uh, this one would be plural, and you still say elect. This is a select or exclusive group of people. Ooh, those people, I want to be part of the, the elect. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I've ever heard of this one. I've heard of, you know, other words to describe an exclusive group of people. The uh, I can't think of, there's one in my brain, I can't think of it right now. But uh, yeah, just call them the elect. Ooh, because they are select. I think there's a connection there. Select, they have been selected, elected. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes sense to me, to my brain. This weird thing up here. Boom, ba boom The next word is the third form of elect. This is the verb. This is probably the one that most of us use. We don't use the noun or the adjective so much. We use the verb. Let's go elect. Let's go electing. Let's select some people for some stuff. But not to be a bride because that's their choice. This is a verb from the 15th century starting with transitive. One, to select by vote for an office, position, or membership, as in, elected her class president. They elected her to be the class president. She had uh, debates. She had to put up uh, posters and tell people what she was going to do if she became class president, and they said, yes, we like that very much, so you shall be our class president. She was selected, too. To make a selection of, as in, will elect an academic program. So you are choosing a thing, selecting a thing. That's what this is all about. Three, to choose as a course of action, especially by preference, as in might elect to sell the business. Again, you're making a choice, choosing a path. What path will you elect? But yeah, this one's different because it's you're choosing to do a thing and not choose a person for a, a position or something. Or choose a program. Let's see. That was transitive. We have one intransitive, which is to make a selection. Just making a, making a choice, a selection. Uh, which, which fighter character would you like to elect? Uh, would you like... Oh, I'm trying to think of... Uh, Sub-Zero, is that Mortal Kombat, I think? Um, I love seeing those t-shirts that take um, uh, uh, an actor and all these characters that they have played, 10, 12, 14 various characters, and they make a t-shirt with all of those, and it's and it's one of those uh, fighting great game uh, screen selections, and I, I love those. I love those. Selection screens. I flip my words around. Okay, next is electable. 
Ooh, it's so electable. Adjective from 1879. Capable of being elected as to public office. That's the example of where somebody might be elected. Um, are they capable of being elected? Are they of the correct age? Were they born in the right place? Uh, do, do the people like them? Do they have a chance? Yes, they are electable. D delectable electables. I don't know. There's something there. Electability is a noun. How much elect electability? You know, right now, uh, we're gearing up for the vote that's going to happen, the election that's going to happen over a year from now. And we're already talking about who's electable. Uh, you know, it's Joe Biden on the one side and then a whole bunch of other <laughs> fools on the other side. They're all fools. Here's the word election. Noun from the 13th century. 1A. An act or process of electing, as in the election of a new governor. This is the whole the whole process, all the stuff that goes into choosing somebody for this public office or whatever it is. Let's have an election for class president. 1B for election. The fact of being elected, as in her election to the Senate. The fact of being elected. She was elected, she went through an election, she has been elected, and she, she has an election. Two, predestination to eternal life. Whoa, we're taking it into another level. I wonder if this is connected to... Um, we had uh, chosen for salvation through divine mercy. That was for the word elect. Um, we had a similar one. Yeah, so, you know, is this in the more divine realm? Election, predestination to eternal life. So that means that you are predetermined to have eternal life. What does that mean? Where You're going to live forever? Nobody's ever lived forever. Spiritually, maybe we do. We don't know. You'll find out when you're dead. Number three, the right power or privilege to of making a choice. The right power or privilege of making a choice. Do you have the right? Do you, do you have, has somebody allowed you to, to make a choice? Do you have the power, the physical power, the mental power to make a choice? The privilege to make a choice? That is election. You have election. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really, I haven't really heard it used in that context, I guess. But, but I like the idea of you know all these things to, to making a choice. What choice are you going to make? How are you going to choose to live your day right now, right this day? How what how do you want it to go? What do you want the future to be like? Start making those choices now. Um, election. That was election. Next is election day. Two words, and the first letters are capitalized because it's a big day. It's a big fun day, and I don't understand why we still, at least here in America, why we still don't have Election Day as a national federal holiday. Everybody should be able to take off of work if they're working and, you know, get that uh, holiday pay so you can make sure that you have time to go to the polls to make your selection on election day. 
Who who do you want to be in the positions of power to make decisions for you? It should not be so difficult. There should be, we should all have access to this. You work a full day and then you got to go wait in line after work or go super early or you got to pre-vote, you know, mail-in vote. That's great that we have that in a lot of places. But why is this not a federal holiday yet? Can we please make that happen? Okay, what is election day? Noun from the 15th century. A day legally established for the election of public officials, especially... This is in the U.S. because this is all. This is a U.S.-based book thing. The first Tuesday after the first Monday. So I guess if the if November first falls on a Tuesday, that's not going to be election day. It's got to be after the next Monday. Give us a little extra time, I guess. So the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November, in an even year, designated for national elections in the U.S and observed as a legal holiday in many states. Wait, what? It is a legal holiday in many states? Which states are those? I'll put it in the show notes. If you live in one of those states, you probably already know. I clearly don't. I'm in Illinois. Why is this not a national election legal holiday? I am unhappy about this. Um, so, 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 um, even years, even years. So right now it's 2023. You know, randomly, maybe states will have like special elections and stuff, but we're not doing, you know, it's not the midterms. So we got in 2024, we got the big uh, presidential election and, you know, senators and representatives are going to be elected too. But after two years after that, in 2026, some of them, some of the senators and representatives are also going to be up for another vote. Because I think, what are they, two years or six years? They got they got other uh, lifespans. But I think a lot of them, or all of them, can just be voted over and over again into office. And maybe we need to put a cap on that, because we need some new blood in the system. So that's election day. Go vote, please, and thank you. Ba-ba-da-bow! Electioneer is next. This is an intransitive verb from 1760. So this is this is before the U.S. was was its own country officially. If that was 1776, so electioneer is from 1760 to take an active part in an election. So this is an action. It's an intransitive verb, specifically to work for the election of a candidate or party. So this is not taking part in terms of voting, although you're probably doing that too. That's a whole separate thing. This is you're helping to work the event in some way for a candidate or for the whole party, Republican, Democrat, whatever the party is, the silly party, that's the party that I'm a part of. Um, or, um, you know, probably maybe working at the polls, volunteering at the polls or the, uh, the, the you know, where you go vote. Um, so that's electioneer. You're electioneering. Let's go electioneer today. Electioneer is also, oh, oh, electioneerer. We added an additional ER at the end. Electioneerer is a noun. That is the one who is doing the electioneering. Elective is next. First form, adjective from circa 1531. Uh, I believe... 
you know, we have two forms. I believe this is all still under the the umbrella of making a selection. Electing, selecting. 1A, for elective. Chosen or filled by popular election, as in an elective official. An elective official, because they were chosen by the populace. Unfortunately, the popular vote doesn't always mean the popular vote. It doesn't always mean that that person is going to win. That's a whole other thing that I am unhappy about. 1B, of or relating to election. Elective. It's all about the election world. 1C, based on the right or principle of election, as in the presidency is an elective office. Why? Because it is based on the right or principle of election. People have to go through an election. They have to make choices and elect who they want for the president. 2A. Permitting a choice. The synonym is optional, as in an elective course in school. You don't have to take this course. You get to choose to take this course. What did I choose in uh, high school? I chose band. I chose... Um, for my applied arts class in uh, senior year, I chose metal, metal arts, metallic, something, something about metal, the metal arts. I made stuff in metal, and that was pretty cool. Um, what else did I choose? I chose uh, ceramics, uh, like sophomore year. Um, anything else? I mean, I'm sure there were some other ones, but yeah, those were kind of the big ones. Elective. Um, so where were we? Optional. A, permitting a choice. They permit me to make the choice. 2B. Beneficial to the patient, but not essential for survival, as in elective surgery. Oh man, I want that surgery so bad. I want you to cut off my finger. Oh, it would just make me feel so good to choose to have the surgery. Is it necessary? Not at all. Why do you want your finger gone? It's just been yelling at me, and I don't like people yelling at me, so I would like it to go away, please. 3A. Tending to operate on one substance rather than another, as in elective absorption. Tending to operate on one substance rather than the other. So absorption, something that is being absorbed, it's doing absorption on one thing, but not that thing over there. It's choosing where to absorb. 3B, favorably inclined to one more than to another. The synonym is sympathetic, as in an elective affinity. An elective affinity. So favorably inclined to one to one more than to another. We have an affinity for this, but not an affinity for that. I have an affinity for that finger, so I'm not choosing to get it cut off, but I don't have an affinity for that one. Electively is an adverb, and electiveness is a noun. Next is the second form of elective noun from 1850. An elective course or subject. So, in school, you can have an elective course, a course that is elective, or you can just call the course an elective. The last word is elector, E-L-E-C-T-O-R, elector or elector. 
elector. Noun from the 15th century. One. One qualified to vote in an election. So anybody who can vote of a certain age, I believe is the rule that like you can't have a felony. Then if you have a felony or something, you can't be allowed to vote. Um, something like that. Um, so if you are allowed to vote, if you're qualified, you are an elector. Two, I mean, that's a very, that's one aspect of people who can vote, at least here in America. There's other sort of levels of electors, I guess. Two, one entitled to participate in an election as, 2A, any of the German princes entitled to take part in choosing the Holy Roman Emperor. There's a lot of stuff in there that's confusing to me. But I guess in that certain situation at that time, they were called electors. These German princes who were choosing the emperor, the Holy Roman Emperor, the, the emperor to run Rome, that's not in Germany. Weird. Well, to, to be a member of the Electoral College in the U.S., the Electoral College is such a weird thing, and I don't understand why we haven't gotten rid of it or changed it or something, because um, what I think in the last, I think two, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, two recent presidential elections have been determined by the Electoral College and not the popular vote. Like, the person who got the most votes by number did not win the Electoral College, and that still baffles me. It bugs me, and I don't get it. And it's a whole weird arcane system, and I think we need to move past it. Like, daylight savings time, and like, making election day, election day a federal holiday, not a state holiday. So anyway, a member of the Electoral College, somebody who is part of the Electoral College, they are an elector. So each state, I think, has a certain amount of electors in this Electoral College. I also don't know why we use the word college. I'm sure there's a reason. Anyway, anyway... Let's pick a word of the episode. We had Eldris, Eldritch, Eliatic, Elec, Elecampaign, Elect, 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 Electable, Election, Election Day, Electioneer, Elective, Elective, and Elector. I mean, I'm. it seems like I should pick maybe Election or something like that, but ooh, I kind of want to just pick Eldritch because it's weird and eerie. Eldritch is weird and neary, just like this podcast. This podcast is a fairyland of Eldritch. I don't think that was the right way to use that word. It's now time for me to talk about a movie that I watched because the whole, the normal episode is done. It's finished. It's finished. Don't ask for more. Let's see. Oh, well... Uh, after theater camp, we uh, we watched Barbie again. Two days after, two days I think, yeah, two days after we watched Barbie for the first time, we watched Barbie for the second time. Um, it just sort of randomly happened. Uh, my my grand my, my my grandparents my parents decided to take my niece to go see a movie to go see Barbie, and uh, and we were like, you know what, we're gonna join you, we're gonna come as well because we loved it. We're gonna go see it another time. And uh, it was so fun. And my sister ended up coming too. 
that was sort of also random. And we had a great time, and they loved it. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Thank you very much for uh, listening and watching if you're on Patreon. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information.